Welcome again to the Pro Star Podcast, where we talk about all things related to making people's day and empowering possibilities. I am here with Anthony Schultz. Hello. Long time Pro Star team member, longer time friend, uh, family friend, and uh, he's been with Pro Star almost a decade now. Almost, yes. Almost a decade, and uh, he has five kids, and uh, he's got a lot on his plate. A proverbial plate, uh, but somehow he gets uh, those things done very, very effectively. And so I'm excited for this time. Um, this is a treat for anybody listening uh, because Anthony is uh, one of the best, uh, certainly that we have at Pro Star, and and uh, he embodies the idea of making people's day and empowering possibilities everywhere he goes. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Anthony. Tell us a little bit, give him a little background, uh, and uh, then we'll go from there. Nice. Well, I'm excited to be here, excited to be with you again today in this format. We do a lot of things together. This will be our first time uh, on a podcast for sure, so that'll be awesome. I uh, grew up here in the great PNWT, uh, Pacific Northwest, Redmond, Washington, um, Sunrise Eagles, North Shore, we were the Whalers, now the Titans, I believe, uh, North, Shore, North Shore Middle School. And then Inglemore Vikings, which uh, was our first of a couple of rivals for you and I, being Inglemore and Bothell right. and then, right. then fraternities. And so uh, through the North Shore School District, went to UW, got my degree in uh, construction management, and um, then worked a, worked a job as an intern for a couple of years, construction management, which was just fun. Um, figured I'd take five years to, to, get, to get a job uh, through college there. And then uh, hmm. went into the <clears throat> very exciting world of title insurance for about 10, 11 years. So uh, yeah. th- 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 that was fun. My dad did that for 40 years and, and it looked like a good time. And then you being in your mid-30s, you're like, I don't know if I want to do title insurance my whole life. So kind of an early midlife crisis after already graduating and getting married and having a couple of kids at 30, like what do I want to do with my life? So how, how I mean, fast back then you could say, how do I want, how do I want to make people's day in the future? Right. And, and was right, it, was right. it, was it going to be with something as exciting as tile insurance? And, uh, it wasn't. And so I was really involved with, um, my church and working out, working with people. And that's you and I, you, you and I first met, yep. uh, when I talked about going into full-time ministry with young life in the area. Yep. And um, <clears throat> you know, I had you know, I played golf in Inglewood, and was looking to be an area director in the Inglemore Bothell area. He knew that the Lord had to be involved <clears throat> if I was going to support somebody going to work at Ingle Inglemore, because that's where he was. That's where Anthony started was Inglemore yeah, High School at, at Inglemore. Now, to be clear, Bothell had beat Inglemore in football at that time uh, about twelve years in a row. And before then, England. So now it, uh, yeah. So now it's, uh, yeah. So Anthony and I had to graduate from high school and get out of there because it was a reverse when I was there. Yeah. Inglemore beat Bothell every year and they have a spaghetti bowl Mm -hmm. and uh, they beat Bothell every single year. And then, and then uh, enter Tom and Christina Boehner. And in I think second, Tom's second year at Bothell, um, Inglemore. Took two timeouts at Pop Keeney Stadium when they had the game in victory formation. Frank took two timeouts back to back so that his fans, 
This is how I've heard the story. So his fans could relish in the victory. And I mean, you're talking six. There's a massive crowds come to these games in Bothell, Washington. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and Tom uh, and the staff in Bothell uh, from that day forward has beat Inglemore every <laughs> single year since. And uh, so I just want to mention that. But uh, at the same time, Anthony was uh, at UW on the marching band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you got, when we won our last Rose Bowl. Correct. And that was, I had never thought I could march and play an instrument for that long. But uh, you go straight, there's only one turn in, in the Rose Parade, one turn. That's all you got to do. Huh. That's all you got to do. There's one uh, right hand turn, which, which was awesome. But they, uh, they're enticing things. They give you one in and out burger at the end. So if you make it all the way through, they give you a burger. So uh, it was fun. Awesome. It, it was fun. I've been, I, I had played trumpet since fifth grade, got to be the drum major at Inglemore in the marching band, which was fun, and then went to UW in the marching band there, and, and uh, uh, music has been a big, big part of my life. Actually, I've got five kids, and my second, Zach, he plays the clarinet, and he's going down to New Orleans with his jazz band this week, and I'm going to go be a chaperone down there. So Come on! It'll be fun. Music, like sports, can keep on... Uh, you want to provide enjoyment and something for you for your whole life. Regardless of how old you and, are. And just to recap that Rose Bowl, we we won the game. I want to say 36 to 26. But even more, I think, special was we beat a guy who was pretty good at football. Drew, yeah, speaking, Drew of, Brees. speaking of New Orleans, Drew Brees, yes. Yeah, Purdue went down again this week mm-hmm. in a devastating Yeah, my, uh, my entry into the Pro Star office pool is kaput because I picked Purdue. To win the whole thing, so and I had Baylor. I'm just so al- I'm just along for the show. We're both <laughs> toast. We're both toast. Yeah, no good. So, <clears throat> uh, so then Anthony goes. Uh, but I think this is an interesting uh, intersection to talk about and to kind of go through a little bit of the analysis because I think there's so many people we we talk about love the process, right? I think so many are uh, are uh, it's it's love what it looks like. It's love the outcome, and and I'm not saying that full time ministry or full time. Um, work that's a nonprofit or, or, you know, certainly, you know, I think Charles Barkley, like I said on a, on a, another podcast, I think Charles Barkley said it best. There's really only five jobs in America, teachers and coaches. Mm-hmm. So you still check one of those boxes. You're a coach, a coach, yep. swim coach. Yeah. Uh, eight years now, Inglemore girls, Bothell boys. So there you go. So he's got, we got both of them. He's coaching boys and girls. Uh, and, but also both those schools, uh, just did some hall of fame deal, right? Yes. Uh, so the I was I've been um, Kinko Boys Coach of the Year for t- twice in that tenure, and then Bothell High School they have their own wall of uh, wall Hall of Fame, and they uh, asked me to be in it, and so I I said yes. It was it was it was a huge honor, and I feel like you stick my name compared to Coach Boehner's. I'm not sure how how that works out, but yeah, yeah. we're both on the same wall. So Come on. excited about that! Excited about that. Well, and, and, you know, and, but so the, so coaches, teachers, doctors and nurses, firefighters, police officers and military. That's what Charles said. Right. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us are just along for the ride. Okay. <laughs> and, and so, but you, you saw, and I think so often, uh, I think it's true that outside those five real jobs is, is like impact, right? Like what, what is my life going to mean? How am I going to impact people? What am I going to mm-hmm. What am I going to put my hand to with that level of consistency? I'll tell you, Anthony's one of his biggest gifts uh, and is consistency. 
And I think that that, you know, like getting up, what time do you get up to go coach swimming? Uh, 4.15. Yeah, 4.15 in the morning. And they're at the pool at, I don't know, 5. 5.15. We're in the water and we're out by 6.15. Yeah. And and he's been doing that for, you know, the better part of a decade. And and while raising five kids, while leading, you know, the customer experience team at ProStar, you know, there's a lot on his plate. But you are consistent. And I think what happens... And potentially, I don't know for sure, I want to hear from you, but what can happen is like, it's like, man, I, I, I can't really further my faith, you know, or I can't really further my, here's a word out that, that's thrown out a lot, my calling, okay? And mm-hmm. and by the way, anybody who reads the Bible, just going to throw this out there, and I'm challenging <laughs> any Bible scholars that want to come call, come at me, there is nothing in the Bible about vocational calling, okay? Just going to throw that out there. If anybody wants to come at me, come at me. You want to tell me where I'm wrong because you read, you went to school somewhere smarter than where I went, which is just the gullible reader of the Bible, then go ahead. But my point is to say, you you know, so often it's like I'm called to, I, you know, to do this vocation, right? I, I'm called, it, called or a passion. Yeah, and I, th- yeah. I think that's really what I was, what I was looking at at the yeah. time. I had you know, I had gone through, I'd done all the things in school with yeah. music, with sports and check the boxes of things that you were supposed to do that yeah. were important to go to the next level. Done the internship, got a construction job, did tile insurance yeah. at that point, mid thirties and mid thirties crisis, mid thirties with a couple of kids married and like, well, what do I do? Like, where is the person, where's the purpose and passion? I've checked the boxes to get to here. Now, what do I do now? Where's the meaning? Where's the meaning and where's the the purpose for this. Yeah. And so I had, you yeah. know, faith is a big, 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 big part of my life. And yeah. I um, was at a point where I was helping a lot with the church. It was a church uh, plant uh, called the, called the journey and found some purpose in that helping out, helping out with a lot of things. But I was like, man, the rest of my time these other 40 hours a week. Where am I devoting my passion to? And, you know, I'll, maybe I can, I'll be sued and whatnot, but I still, at, at this point in my life, being 42, I'm... You got I, an umbrella. I, you got, he's yeah, got I umbrella do. insurance. You're, you're going to be hard-pressed to, to convince me anybody at the age of 30 should probably vote at this point. I, guess I feel like you got to live some stuff. you got to know some things. Like, you gotta, you got to get through it. And at 30-something, I just, there's a, I just there was a lot that I didn't know, a lot that I hadn't been through, a lot that I hadn't experienced. Hmm. But... Um, good. And that's why I think it's important. And, and you, more and more you go through it, good or bad, at least you hopefully have that experience and knowledge to propel you forward. So I was like, Hey, well, what is it? What is, I knew I'm passionate about helping youth. I'm passionate about my faith. How could I do this full time? And I had come across a friend who was involved in young life and there happened to be an opportunity at Inglemore to go back to, to my school and make an, and make an impact there. And, uh, so Matt, the they definitely need, need God there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, we needed it in the whole area, the whole area (laughs) for sure. So uh, ended up going through, going through the process and meeting a bunch of people and, and coming on to staff there with, with Young Life in the area because I felt a, you said a calling or something yeah. besides, yeah. A, besides a, a vocational job, but something that would give purpose and, um, to me. Yeah. So I remember, so let's, let's, play, let's play out the, the, the back end of that because I remember a lot of things run through a golf course in my life. By the way, I'm flying out tomorrow for the Liberty mm-hmm. Mutual National Final. Yours is running through music. You're going to fly out for a jazz festival, right? Um, and so passion, right? Um, different passions, same purpose, same impact. Um, but I remember, and especially kids, right? I think our, our, that's, Anthony, is my common uh, thing is that 
it, it, we care about kids and the development of kids and the possibilities for kids. Um, and, and I'll go hard, pretty hard against people who limit kids. They limit their mindsets, their ability to believe, their ability to dream, their ability to pursue, to aspire. But I remember exactly where I was standing on the golf in, at the driving range when Anthony called and told me he was coming off of, you know, uh, you were, you were, yeah, it'd been you about were, a two year, three yeah. year deal that I'd been on. Yeah. And now it was, now it was basically married with four kids, um, and working 70, 80 hours a week because, because I wanted to, yeah. but also on a minute yeah. on a ministry salary, which could be 30 to 40,000 yeah. in, in this area. Yeah. And so, uh, the, not all those, not all those, um, uh, different parts of the equation work to make a successful formula and not like a Stephen Furtick ministry salary. Right? <laughs> no, I said 30 to <laughs> yeah, 40,000 yeah, yeah. a year. Like, yeah. That's... Like, 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 cause there are, there's, there's, there's levels to this, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And, and you could definitely do that. Yeah. But, uh, we had, I had four young, four young kids and, yeah. uh, working 80 hours a week, uh, trying to try and figure that out. And so something had to, something had to change. Yeah. At that point. And I remember, so, you know, and, uh, we go to breakfast and I mean, I was bumming because, and, and I was bumming for kids. I was bumming for kids. Um, and, and I know he had a, a boss that he worked for at that time with that organization and, uh, who was doing the best to try to help him navigate. And yet at the same time, you know, uh, you know, he, he reported it felt like it came out of the blue, you know, and, 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 uh, I was talking to somebody earlier today. who's talking about man, the power of being vulnerable I think Anthony learned that, like that. That's just this man. If I'm struggling or something's not going well, like just talk about it. Like I've noticed that on the back end of this for you, uh, which has been awesome. Like to be able to have conversations that are meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, where um, I think you you then in that season you just kept soldiering on, you know, mm-hmm. for a long time, and and you know proverbially burned out or whatever. But I remember us at breakfast at a Lexus restaurant on the back end of that. And I remember a lot of head scratching because I was broken. I was heartbroken because I, I knew I felt like that was the best vehicle to 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 reach kids. And I think mm-hmm. we both did. Yeah. I feel like we both did. They're like, that's the best re- vehicle to like reach kids, encourage kids, give yourself an opportunity to earn the right to be heard. Um, and so that kids can make meaningful decisions in their future. Both for their faith and one hundred percent, and I still th- I still think it has a lot of value. I'm yeah. actually just trying to implement the same young life model in my yes. own kids and their lives yes. right now yes. by being a leader to them and their friends. Yes, and so it just was yeah. not going to be a good a good uh, a good solution for me at the time. And so yeah. we had breakfast and just talked tough about financially. Yeah, I mean that was just, the just couldn't piece. just like, just couldn't yeah. do it in 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 the area that we're in. Um, and but I'll tell you this: this is what I think and what I've seen. Is, is when the market, because kids are going to need to operate, most kids, not all of them, most of our kids are going to operate in the marketplace, right? Yeah. Most kids, like like when Noah's in, and he's, he's looking for something to do a couple days ago, and, you know, he's sending out texts, and he's, and he's getting after it. Mm-hmm. Most kids are going to need to op- know how to operate in the marketplace. Now, mm-hmm. they could maybe follow suit and go do the same thing, and I see that from time to time, and, you know, if somebody's a pastor, and their kid's a pastor, and their kid's a pastor, and everybody's a pastor, kind of like Lieutenant Dan, right? <laughs> It's just my, uh, everybody fights and dies in a war. It's uh-huh. just what happens, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, what you've been able to show your kids in the almost last decade and what I've seen in your kids and them being around both the marketplace and the ministry, 
because they're very involved in the church. Yeah, yeah, right? no, and they we we go to a lo- local church in our area, and they have people that model that same. They're poured into them individually, whether it's a small group or a you know they call it the discipleship with a couple of kids and a leader, and it's huge because because since then, if you go a little further, I, I ended up working for Prost after our conversation and. Fortunately, went through a divorce. It's been three or four years now, and just the transition with now five kids at that point. And what does the stability look like for them? And for us, it was going to a church with their friends and family and classmates, and having other leaders that know from them be involved in them as well to provide some of that, some of that, some of that uh, stability. Did, and then the question then becomes: Does the outreach stop? Are uh, your to kids me, to me to, or know, to other kids? To other kids, as you as you coach. Like, it's interesting. I just heard, uh, so Tom Banner, you mentioned Tom Banner. And it's funny, we're talking also on the intersection of, of Young Life. This coach, he said he was in the spot you were in. This guy was just inducted. I'm trying to remember what school it was. There was two inductees in the last three years for the, for the State Football Coaching Hall of Fame. Tom Banner. Frank and, Nash is in there, by the way. And Frank was already there. Yes. And Frank, Tom, coached with Frank, mm-hmm. matter of fact. And and Tom learned a ton from Frank Nash. Yeah. And um uh, they uh, they actually lost the uh, the state title to my cousin's alma mater, Tumwater, if you if you remember that. Uh, but my point is to say uh, this. He said he said I knew I wanted to work with kids. I knew I wanted to be involved with kids, and and I wanted to do it um, like he he felt like I got to. And the choice that he made was he became a teacher. Yeah. And I just think like you know my wife says so often like people go into ministry of kids. And then they end up running adults, and and then and, and that's and that's right. and that's what happened. You're running teams, but yeah. I think to, I mean, your teams yeah. of adults then reach kids. But I think for me, what I still enjoy about the coaching yeah. uh, aspect, and you know, there is a small stipend for whatever that is that is helpful. But yeah. what I enjoy is when I first started coaching, I had not I had coached all my kids' teams with baseball, basketball, soccer, whatever right. going through. But this I had never coached swimming before, even though I was a swimmer at Inglemore. And Miss Sherwood, who is the principal, been there for 30 years, calls me up out of the blue a week before girl season and says, hey, we don't have a coach. Yeah. And, I, and she, she knew I was volunteering there, and she knew I was a swimmer. Yeah. You want to do it? Yeah. I was like, okay. So it, for me, it was all about the workouts and the lineups and how to put together a swim team technically. Yeah. And after a week of working with 30 high school girls in the pool, I was like, this is not about swimming right. at, at all. Right. This is about... The amount of the amount of athletes, boys and girls, who have coached are now over the last eight years, who who deal with so much yeah. emotionally and and um, you know in their lives, and get to and what I feel like I facilitate and my my staff facilitates as a safe place for them to go and and really work out and swim, but be with their friends and peers um, and have a good time. Right. So yes, do we want to win? Yes, but if there's something going on. They know they can come talk to me, and it's safe, and they can. I need to sit out today. Okay, that's great, and and we work through it. And so that's been the real joy, and I think joy challenge of working in, in that age group and environment right now today. Right, and then he gets a chance. You know, as we make hires and people come in our company to, to uh, you know, we I call it one point oh, two point oh, three point oh, four point oh. And, and so the 1.0 is, what am I going to do? You just thought, went through that. Well, I got my construction management degree. I went and did this, and I did that. And I try to figure out what my skills are, right? Like mm-hmm. what, you know, really my knowledge, my attitude, my, my skills and my habits. Where can I apply those, you know, and, and, and derive a result that's positive? And then who am I going to deal with, you know? And, and um, 
you know, and, and, and where kind of, you know, and, and Anthony's landed in the, the North Shore area uh, in Bothell, one of the greatest cities God ever gave <laughs> us, specifically, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we live in Kenmore, where Englemore High School is located, so mm-hmm. we've kind of switched there. Uh, but then it's the how and the impact, right? Yeah. Then it becomes the how, how are we going to do it, and what is the impact going to be? How are we going to do it, and what is the impact going to be? And, yeah. and that's where you seem. And then legacy, you know, I is, think is, I like, think is, is like the, the next is, step. Is, you know, now we got the kids' kids, and, you know, we're, me and me are not quite, we're nowhere near that phase. No, but I think, to, I think to your point, I mean, back up, too, is I, ha- I have had a speech impediment my entire life. I right. couldn't put three words together in, in elementary school. And so if you, I gravitated towards a construction job where I had to use my body rather than on the phone because mm. that's I felt like I was going to make make an impact. But now if you tell me between my 11 years at title insurance and three years at Young Life and now almost a decade at ProStar that I was going to make a living and and, be, and, and quote unquote sell people over the phone, never, never, right, right. never going to happen, right? And right. so that's just a wholly different part of the story. But that's the who you are, what you do, and go through it. And now that all that background, the kind of the next evolution we have at ProStar and caring for people is working with referral partners and getting in the community more and, and, and networking with them, almost doing young life to, you know, realtors and agents and lenders, you know, being a part of, yeah. of, the, of, of their community. Yeah. And when you say, so when you use that, it's kind of like the verb, uh, Google now is in the dictionary yeah. as a verb. So when you say doing just to many, many of our listeners who, who wouldn't know per se, uh, what that looks like. And it looks different in Africa than it does uh, mm-hmm. here, and it looks different here than it does in Eastern Washington. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. And so what, I, what I see is just become true purely leadership. What does that look like? It would be to go go to where the people where the people are, whoever yeah. those those are for you, and and be involved in in their life. Yeah, that contribution. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and make and make positive impacts upon them everywhere we go. Yes, help people level up. Correct. And and you know what's interesting is when you do that, they listen. <laughs> Right. They take your advice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ironic, right? Because we we operate, you know, insurance, for those of you who don't know, is a product, and most of you do. It's a product you pay for that you hope you never have to use. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's not a lot of products like it. Okay? You no. pay for something you hope you never have to use. But just like the vast amount of money that's going out, cha-ching, as we speak to the U.S. military, mm-hmm. okay? A lot of dough. Trillions of dollars. Sure. If you call on them, you want them there for you. Yeah. Right. And we feel like we are like the Navy SEALs of personal lines insurance. Would you yeah, agree? Absolutely. And I think our we get that feedback from our clients every and, and how they rate us and, and the scores we get and the and the feedback we get we get all the time. That's what we that's the enjoyment of, of the job. Yeah. Being that go between and providing the insurance providing the coverage they need for their family in times of need. Yeah. So. And now I would have gone. If they would have called me and they said, we, get, we know where Osama is, Morgan's here, he'd have gone with me. We'd have gone. We were pretty pissed. I yes. mean, on 9-11, I know exactly where I was at when mm-hmm. I watched that, those buildings fall. I was mm-hmm. not happy watching, you know, a middle-aged woman jump to her death, you know, holding her skirt so that her last act of dignity would be like, it, I, I don't, they don't see my underwear as I fall to my death. Like, and we know where the guy who did it is at. I was ready to go. They yes. didn't call me. Yeah. They called the SEALs. Yes. And so when it comes to your insurance, you don't know when the day's coming. No. But no. I've had I've had the most humbling calls that come in are folks, and I did not know we were going to talk a lot about ProStar, 
But the humbling calls that come in are when something happens and I know them and they could have been a client and they're not. And so I can give them advice, mm-hmm. but we don't have the leverage with the company because right. we don't represent pick a company. Correct. The, right? who, who are friends who are calling. I'm calling because this happened to me, but I know I'm not your client. Right. Like, how can I fix this? Right, well, right, here's right. what I would have done, but we can. And so I can give you advice on what to tell your agent, but yeah, we'd, we'd be happy to help you in, in, in the future. So I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Right. But, but right. I mean, that's the biggest thing about ProStar and making people's day is when somebody calls up, try to do our best to answer the phone. Yeah. Ask the, you know, get them the advice and information they want. But when life change happens, whether it's an accident or something else, how can we walk them through it so that they feel like they're protected and covered at the end of the day? And we are always in these intersection points that, uh, I remember we hired a team member oh, about five years ago, when Brooklyn started. And, and she, she like two weeks in, she goes, you know, insurance is boring, <laughs> but I had this epiphany. You remember this? She goes, I had this epiphany. We get the joy of being involved in people's lives at some of the most amazing points, mm-hmm. right? Kid just learned how to drive, just got married, right? Bought a house, had a baby. bought a boat. Now, she was naive. She didn't say divorce, had to take the grandpa, <laughs> had to take away. his kid to take back. Yeah. He died, had yeah. to take the cars from grandpa. So she, she was, but she was on the right track. Yes, exactly. Right? That we get to operate, you know, in these, what we call moments that matter. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and it matters who, who's in that space with you and their capabilities. And so what Anthony's just relaying is, I mean, it's, we measure it, it's public data, our net promoter score uh, speaks for itself. It's a, it's beats any high nationally ranked net promoter score in the country, and and the, the highest one is USAA, uh, and it, and we beat them pretty soundly. But it it's it, and that's not why we do it. We don't do it just to be the best. But but at the end of the day, if we're gonna do something, we want to be the best in it, right? Yeah, and we want to know that we are that it, what we think is helping is helping our clients, right? Like the, the impact, the impact, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're trying, we were just talking about this and we don't have an answer per se, except for, um, a lot of business metrics. You know, I, I, uh, we had this guy come in, I had this guy come in, Odie Vincent. Uh, he was the golf coach at the university of Washington golf coach at Duke university. And we needed a speaker. And so a number of folks said, how about Odie? So he comes in, speaks at the young agents conference at Tulela, maybe 10 years ago. And the thing that still sticks with me is his story about golf coaching. And when people come off the golf course. Mm-hmm. And when they're freshmen, they'll come off the golf course and he'll ask the simplest question he'll say, and he'll get some of the most insane answers. <laughs> and the question is, what did you shoot? Mm-hmm. What did you shoot? And he'll go, oh, well, you know. Yeah. The, oh, well, maybe. Yeah. And, and on this whole this. And so he goes, by their sophomore year, they know it's just a number. Mm-hmm. It's just a number. And at the end of the day, when it, we, what we work really diligent to do is measure things that lead us to impact. And so uh, those things obviously are, are you know, does a household trust us with all their insurance needs, mm-hmm. right? Does how long do households stay with us? How, how many have they, have they referred anybody? How many referrals have they sent to yeah. us? And and so for us even now to Anthony's the next iteration for us is professional service providers, like you know mortgage professionals, uh, lending professionals, CPAs, real estate professionals who are the tip of the spear typically to a client when they're working with a client we're we come in down the line yeah. like up oh, we need this binder to close the loan but we we do it because 
we know that we can make an impact on them and their clients and their business and their that they they should get a lift because of working with us and their clients will be so happy that they referred is going to go back to them and give them a lift as well. And Anthony every year and it's his team reminds them. Yeah. Oh, this you, you came to us from this place or this person and so the connection and the relationship continues to stay renewed from a from real from a third party, right? From somebody right. else. So now what we're starting to build and it's been really fun to see. And some of our team members are like, man, I'm more encouraged. Like Anthony at the event you had a couple of weeks ago that I was at, like I'm really encouraged to be a part of this because it's, we're just, it's relationships now. Like, it's, Correct. like we, everybody says I want to do business by referral, but most companies have to buy leads but and we, freaking bang but, doors. But we do believe wherever one of our pro star employees goes that they're going to provide a lift everywhere they go because we, yeah. we because the way we care about others. That's good. So any final, um, man, it's good stuff. We are, yeah, we are pro star. We like to say like, and, uh, they, sometimes when I drive a car that's got pro star logo on it, the phone rings, <laughs> Hey, I just got cut off. I'm like, Oh, that's right. <laughs> but you know, if you see a, you see a pro star <laughs> SUV out there, you know, it's I was uh, just Anthony's cut. five, seven seater. <laughs> I was just telling a friend of mine, I'm surprised I haven't gotten a, gotten a call yet because people don't necessarily like getting passed by a car that's got insurance on when they're going up the freeway, but <laughs> haven't gotten any calls yet. It's, hey, it's, it's been great. We got, pla- yeah, we got places to go, man. That's what we, you know, we, we, we got places to be, we're going to get there safely. Um, but so any final ideas, thoughts that you would have, um, uh, Adrian often when when I'm with her on, on on the Love the Process podcast, she always will say, "Hey, what would you leave if if nothing else?" Because the thing about podcasts, it's the first time you've been on one. Yeah. Okay. Thing about podcasts is they're out there forever, and uh, they're in the space where uh, they can be accessed for a long period of time. Uh, who knows how long? But uh, so your kids, 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 one day might pull this and listen to it and you know what did he what did he what did he believe in what did he want us to know so and what are our listeners at pro of the pro star podcast really after and and uh, our goal again is to talk about the business of making people's day and empower possibilities like that's really our focus Mm -hmm. um and we're going to do that in a variety of ways but like what would you leave people you know with one idea if you just had one thought one idea that you could leave people with what Hmm. would it be um Thinking about that right now for two, two seconds, hey, you gave it to me lead, lead up, which was good. But I would say I wouldn't change a thing. Um, you go through life and you expect to have all, all the highs and realize lows are going to, lows are going to come every once in a while. And, but you don't know how you're going to, how you're going to, how those are going to react. And again, being 42 now, uh, almost 43 on the highs and lows I've experienced with life, I wouldn't change a thing because I feel like I've used them to then, be better and be better, be better for those around me, including my, my kids and, and, uh, my friends and, and other family. And so I would encourage people to keep going in whatever they are doing. Just keep going, find, find that thing and keep on, keep on going on. So, and as a coach, you know, that's a great coach's answer to, you know, you have kids who, like you said, man, I, I feel like I got to sit out. Sounds good. You know, and you work through it. You have kids who are you know, at various stages, um, five of them. Between Anthony and I, we have nine kids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that we know about. <laughs> Spring break 98 was, was pretty crazy. Yes. <laughs> Morgan's shaking his head. Yeah. And so, uh, but uh, at the end of the day, what you said is, is so good. It's the idea that it, what I'm hearing you say to people is, is no matter what life throws at you, which it's going to throw things at you that you may or may not expect, um, that everything can be used to learn from and to grow from and to move forward and to be stronger from. Mm-hmm. From and a guy who just finished the 75 hard, by the way. That's right. That's right. And I'm honestly, I, a lot of that I would contribute to you in terms of mindset and belief. Because I feel like I've always been a confident person, but the thing I've, I've gleaned from you just being your friend over the last decade plus is whatever your mind can believe you do, mm. you're going to do. Mm. And how important that is. Yeah. And so if you feel like if you if your mind is telling you that a bad thing is going to make your life bad, it absolutely will. Yeah. But yeah. If, but if you yeah. but if you think but yeah. if you can tell you I'm going to grow from this, you'll absolutely do do that as well. But it it mm. seems like such an obvious thing, but it's not. And you have to if you have that mindset, you're going to keep on going. So if we believe we're going to make people's day when we answer the phone, yep, yep, we will. Yep. Yep. That because that's what we truly believe. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, knowing who you are is, is hard, and it's. Uh, but once you know who you are, sometimes through the process of elimination, um, but then once you know who you are, I totally agree that, that all things work work to to provide those outcomes. So thank you for that. Um, and uh, we are consummate. You know, here's what I would say about ProStar Podcast as well, and anybody else who's listening. And uh, we're about done here, but is continually taking in new information, right? Mm-hmm. Continuing what you're saying there is, is, is that things are going to come and you're going to be informed by them, but you got to learn and grow from them. Yes. Right. You got to, you got to, you got to iterate from them. And Anthony has even for any of the Enneagram fans out there, he claims, and he might've, he might've, um, I haven't seen the test well, it's results. Okay. So I'm not claiming. So I got two friends of mine uh, and I, and we, we, you should, you should have them on there specializing in an, you know, Enneagram, lack of a better word, counseling, and how they walk people through, especially in... Tell in, people in what the Enneagram is. So the Enneagram would be, you could be a category of a one to a nine, and based on how you you would you would test, it kind of describes your your personality. And so I know mine, I know four of them best. So one would be what I, what I consider myself now. There's a three and a two, uh, which would be a pleaser or achiever. I know sevens will like to have fun. Those are the ones that I'm most... And nine is a peacemaker. I know those five really well so I would say I used to be a, a, a pleaser achiever quite a bit before uh, my life kind of kind of went 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 sideways you know you you please and achieve and who you doing that for you're doing it for like in my case I felt like if I would do those things for young life then 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 that would make my faith grow stronger um, because I was doing this thing I mean, in the end you're like well what am I why am I where's the actual motivation behind that is it to you know in this case because you love, let's say, I love the Lord, or or that's important in my life, and I'm serving as an output of that, or because I want to, I want to make a look better in other people's eyes, and that's I did a lot of that behavior before, and then I would say, now after going through stuff like that's not that's not healthy. It's not a good place to be in. So so I've I've according to these individuals I've talked to and tested, they'd say I'm more of a one seven, which say I want to stand up for what's for what's right. And uh, uh, and do what's right and, and call it out and get frustrated when others aren't doing the same thing. 
and seven means you just like to have fun and be adventurous. So that's when I'm in, quote, non-stress, I go to a seven. It means you're, you're doing all kinds of fun stuff. That's awesome. So all that to say, let's keep making people's day. Yeah. Making people's lives better. Mm-hmm. Power and possibilities. And keep going. Keep going. Awesome. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you. Let's go.